Antelope Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile, by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness, despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers. He stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved, such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader. Get Leon de Grel in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from KateDalyRadio.com, the Kate Daly Show. So nice to be with you today, post-Independence Day. And by the way, today I celebrate treason. I celebrate all of those that didn't obey and didn't comply and understood God-given rights and listing 27 grievances against the crown, with the last straw, by the way, being attempted uh, gun uh, confiscation. And let me just tell you, I'm so grateful for 
this country, and I wish we could do a better job at preserving our liberty. So if you are wearing the brown shirt, if you find yourself wearing the brown shirt and you find yourself doing things um, contrary to people's liberty for gain, please stop. We need our country. Uh, welcome. And uh, there's a couple of things. Number one, I have a great guest coming on and joining me in just a little bit. Dr. Tao Braun will be talking about infrastructure and threats to infrastructure. But before we get there, there's a couple of things that I want to go over because uh, there's some things that hit me over this last weekend. I was uh, one of the unfortunate ones out there on the you're never getting there air uh, airlines and the utter chaos that it was at the airport. For one particular flight that I had, five gate changes, two hours on the tarmac and never ending prolonged flights. You can imagine how fun the day was, right? And I know a lot of people were caught up in this. They blamed it on 5G on July 1st. And then of course, um, they blamed it on, well, all kinds of things. But what I found, and I'll get to that in just a second, but what I found really interesting about this was once the plane was ready to take off after two hours of prolonged gate changes and two hours of sitting on the tarmac, we finally got to the point where we were actually going to leave. And this message came over the airline, of course, to all the passengers. And it was, you know, our staff and our pilots were here to serve you, the citizen. We're so grateful for you and your patronage. And what a great job we're doing is because of you, wink, wink. You're so amazing. And blobbity gook, blobbity gook. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, this is absolutely asinine. No one on this plane is happy. We're all ticked off. We all didn't know that we were going to get stuck in this situation. And uh, they could have planned for this. And I'm looking around and people were shaking their heads. And it didn't matter the message. It didn't matter what was said. And as I thought about that, I thought, wow, you know, I was supposed to be on uh, C-SPAN yesterday and I was supposed to deliver an address there. And I sat there and I missed that. And I was, I was thinking about this whole thing and how we were told that everything was great and that they were there to serve us, although I didn't feel very served. And as we were taken off, I thought, this is so our government right now. Our government wants to give you the shiny, happy message that everything's cool and that you're not experiencing a skyrocketing, heinous inflation and criminality being scapegoated and our government being hijacked. No, you're not experiencing any of that. Everything's great. It's all Valium, people. And, and you're just you're happy. You just don't know it. But un underneath it all, you're thrilled. Uh, to be on this ride with us. And I sat there and thought it's just so comical how they try to market us and sell us the happiness, but we know it's not there. And most of the country knows it's not there. In fact, Sound of Freedom coming in with record numbers in the theater over all of the offerings that Hollywood has should tell us everything. This nation can see through it. This nation can understand. And I love that about it. Um, there were uh, 200 passengers not having a very great experience and we all knew it. And I know there's a whole country not having a great experience to say the least, especially watching our country being hijacked. Um, uh, Buttigieg, <laughs> Buttigieg. Anyway, I just, there's so many jokes there, but uh, he actually blamed this also, not only on 5G, but had to have another scapegoat. And that was 1500 controllers that they couldn't hire to be on the job because of the COVID restrictions. But those all came down from government. And what's interesting is he's passing the buck uh, to the airlines by you know ordering them to, uh, to compensate flyers for controllable cancellations and delays. Now, remember this, okay? Back in March of 2020, when the madness had barely begun, 
the stimulus had passed and incorporated the assistance uh, to the airline industry, 25 billion in payroll support, 25 billion in loans for passenger airlines, and more than 10 billion in grants and loans for cargo airlines and aviation contractors. But the aid came with some strings attached. The New York Times wrote, including giving Mr. Um, Mnuchin, uh, the authority to take an equity stake in airlines that receive the grants. And I don't realize, I don't know if people actually realize that that was a government takeover in 2020. He promised to take over three different industries, one of them being the hospital, another one being the airlines. So actually, Budapest calls all the shots. He just wants to talk about it as if he's reporting on the airlines. He's not. He controls it. So anything that he says is the reason is is back to him and his ridiculous agency because the government, as of March 2020, has the stake in the airlines. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was this. I noticed something that I wanted to share with all of you. And the endorsement, the endorsement nod, because we're in election season. Is it the nod to fraud? So recently we had a congressman race in my state with a sudden departure of our congressman leaving the post early. So the party raced to fill the seat. It was a Republican seat. The guy did nothing for 10 years. And of course, they're going to replace it with another do nothing. But the unknown got this, this very unknown gal got the nod from our uh, congressman that was leaving. And suddenly it was a three-way three race ending in one of the candidates that was losing, giving their endorsement nod to this very unknown, very liberal, very pretending conservative. And she won. And she doesn't even live in the state. She wasn't exactly honest about it. And so there were a lot of things and the people felt like they had been uh, lied to. But this unknown made it into the Republican nod for this congressman's seat come election time. So my immediate thoughts were, why didn't the delegates uh, just go for the other candidate? Why this unknown? The person that said, you know, vote for this person was pretty sure that anyone voting for him was going to vote for her and those votes would be transferred onto her. But how was he so sure? And I wondered if this was such a great opportunity to usher in fraud, because when the win looks plausible because of the uh, endorsement nod, right, it might not be. But the endorsement nod could be a great cover up, in my opinion, of getting people not to question the outcome. Because you could say, well, the delegates all voted and took this person's advice and transferred their votes to this unknown. But is that really likely? Are people really that dense? Are they really that easily controlled? Now, I know before you answer the question, your answer might be yes, I get it. But listen to what I'm saying. Is the endorsement nod the mechanism for the great cover-ups? Um, as far as this is a mechanism by which they can instill fraud and the people just believe it because they do think people will vote for the endorsed candidate, right? And so there are two things that always bothered me about the endorsement. Number one, the ego of the power people thinking that you need help in deciding who to vote for. That always bothered me, all puffed up and on a stage and saying, oh, you got to vote for our guy. Well, the first thing that, you, that, that should bother you is this is our guy, right? That should bother everybody. And they should absolutely not vote for that person. But in major seats, you know, they're practically getting the seat by ordination from the previous occupant. Senator Hatch basically, um, you know, gave the ordination to Mitt Romney. Ooh, I shudder when I say that name. Um, and not necessarily the vote. 
And so people believe it when the person gets into office, never even questioning whether or not they should re-examine or look at the fraud uh, behind the rigged voting systems that we have. So I bring that up because I just wanted to to kind of put that out there that those those endorsement nods, I think, are so much uh, more dangerous than we even realize when people clamor for the endorsement. And I think there's a huge fraud cover up there. So people won't ever guess about it or look at it. Also, with the affirmative action Supreme Court, what the Supreme Court did in that was to basically uh, say that uh, they could get around affirmative action, you know, whether by zip code. (laughs) I'm sure there are a lot of mechanisms they could use. But I thought that was kind of interesting that in the affirmative action, everyone went, oh, good. okay, you can't use affirmative action in colleges, but in, in admissions. But the thing was, was if you really read through it, they were actually giving the college's ammunition to just go around affirmative action, which is really pathetic, I think. There was another one, uh, the Supreme Court, um, also about uh, ruling state elections. Uh, They actually uh, did not rule that states don't have the final word on elections. They held that people can bring legal challenge to state election laws to their state courts. So anything contrary would have been contrary to the Constitution. So that was a decent one, uh, a decent decision by SCOTUS because we should, by constitution, have uh, legal challenges to state elections without the feds getting involved. I'll be right back on the Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com We have three original, one-of-a-kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist, at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste, we have the ultimate tooth whitening with coral calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride, ours don't and it doesn't have fillers in it, it is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So, it's now back in stock, it became a bestseller, 
the turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWorksStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpaste in stock for a limited time, InfoWorksStore.com. Well, welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. So let me, re- let me reiterate that one more time. The Supreme Court did not rule that states don't have the final word on elections. They held that the people can bring legal challenges to state election laws to their state courts. And our own Republicans were trying to establish that all legal challenges to state election laws have to be heard by federal courts, effectively removing the power from the people to check their own legislators' uh, election laws. Uh, that way they couldn't just come up with something completely random and weird. And so if they had succeeded, the feds would have control over all elections contrary to the constitution. So we want the states to have their elections. So my guest is Dr. Tao Braun. So great that uh, you're joining me. And of course, uh, really enjoy. There's so many different topics that we could uh, talk about, but I wanted to give you just a little bit about him. He is a national uh, counterterrorism and EMS advisor and trainer chief scientist by bi- uh, counter bioterrorism division, biochem engineering executive director, violence prevention agency, as well as a clinical psychologist. He's extremely busy. <laughs> What can I say? How are you, Dr. Talbron? I'm doing well. I am always a little humbled uh, by by the uh, just an honor to to be to be with you again and to be able to share information. And like you said, we there's just so many um, topics. There's just so much going on um, that it's just we we can only cover so much. Um, but just just thank you, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Let's talk about threat to infrastructure soon. I, you know, I was sitting there in this colossal heat. Um, and by the way, it is just summer. I know they're making a big, big deal about this, but it is called summer still um, in these couple of months. But I was sitting there in this extensive heat, right? And I was thinking, man, we're ripe for um, for things to be shutting down or all kinds of things could happen over the summer. And of course, the heat will be blamed. But, you know, real things could happen too. The threat to infrastructure. What's your take? What are yeah? Threats? So right, right, right. Before the pandemic, and even just at the beginning of the pandemic, um, all the calls that I was on, I was really highlighting just how important it is that um, that there's eyes over our infrastructure. And there's a couple of reasons that I just um, I, I felt that was really important as a reminder. One, whenever there's some form of chaos, um, predators and, and human predators included will take advantage of that um, of that chaos. And so, sort of like in, in emergency management in in the counterterrorism world. Um, and even in public health, the minute there's fo- there's too much hyper focus on one threat, um, there's, there's it increases the, uh, the 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 potential threat um, at, of other things happening, and so you combine that. Uh, with um, budget cuts, with um, with um, you know, to- tokenism in terms of putting people into into places, into leadership roles that they that they are insufficient at doing, um, uh, depleting resources and capabilities, you have this um, perfect storm where you have um, the potential of critical infrastructure um, damage and critical infrastructure, um, you know, sort of falling apart um, naturally, and then you also have to combine that with the with the human with the human threat, and so looking at um, everything from uh, uh, these um, train derailments or throughout this pandemic, uh, the numerous um, uh, fires, buildings exploding, chemical releases, um, it just becomes so hard um, to even discern 
what is now um, a quote-unquote accident or, or, or something happening naturally and what is um, as human-made. And um, I see it as a, a huge potential uh, um, threat and, and, and impact to all of us because when there's something like a, a derailment, of course, it, it changes uh, the set of circumstances for the people where it's happened, sort of the epicenter. But then the ripple effect of that continues, whether it's transportation issues, whether it's poor air quality that's impacting people's health, uh, whether it's um, you know resources um, being depleted in a certain uh, area because it could impact tourism, it could impact um, you know people not uh, even coming to a certain area to shop, and so just like we've experienced before in terms of declining economy um, for various reasons, um, this is a great threat. It's a it's it's a great threat to the average person out there, the average hardworking person, where critical infrastructure damage in one location has a huge impact on them um, somewhere else. Absolutely. So in the train derailments, let's take that topic for just a moment. In the train derailments, all of a sudden they were hitting the news like crazy. Now we've always had derailments, but we've had some very large ones. We've had missing cargo. We've had some very, very strange, strange ones that seem to last in the press. So what are you thinking when you're reading the headlines this year? And what would even, what would even cause this sudden the sudden surge of bigger derailments to happen uh, with chemicals aboard and things like that. What would be the cause? Oh, well, I always look if for you're asking me, and, and you, you, you know, you know, you like chatting to me because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold back on what I'm truly thinking. So, what immediately now, what I think when I see derailment is, I think black, black, uh, BlackRock and Vanguard. Um, you know, that's that's yeah. the different thought that I'm gonna have. Um, a couple of years ago, if I heard about a derailment somewhere and was trying to get good information on it or, or provide assistance to it, I would be thinking about Al-Qaeda. I'd be thinking about Antifa. <laughs> I mean, the documents from Al-Qaeda um, landed up being um, um, uh, spread amongst other um, terrorist groups um, because it's it they were providing information on very easy ways to derail trains. And so a couple of years ago, that's where my focus would have been in terms of, you know, who potentially derailed this train. Um, now I have to trace this back and I have to think about the fact that um, every, every, every aspect, it becomes clearer and clearer to see that the profiteers absolutely love the mayhem that's taking place. Um, they are always tied to the insurance claims and the rebuild. I mean, that recently it hit the news, uh, you know, in a very transparent way, you know, BlackRock won, won the contract of, 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 uh, of rebuilding Ukraine. So why is it, yeah. why is it not any different from, you know, rebuilding Palestine, uh, Ohio? Uh, or in Montana, where there was a recent derailment, you know, when when you when you think about when you think about sort of the old fashioned um, cartoons that we all grew up on, sort of the Tom and Jerry style, it becomes very easy for somebody to go, if this is created over here, um, the profiteer can just come in as the pseudo hero and fix things that they potentially had uh, a hand in. And I think that's where we at. I think that the sad part is that without investigations, um, of course, you know, we, there's, there's, the words unproven, rare, mm -hmm. and inconclusive are now thrown out about anything. You know, you could you could get to the point of asking if your local store is open today uh, and if they have coffee. And you can say, well, it's inconclusive until I go there because we're living in, a, in such uncertain times that there's just really nothing to hang a, 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 our sense of truth on. And I also think, of, you know, in terms of human critical infrastructure, you think about the words like critical thinking. 
um, that is part of the, the threat that we're facing. Uh, the, the level of uncertainty about everything is really, really severe for people to go about their daily business or enjoy their vacation uh, or enjoy their summer or even enjoy a 4th of July. You know, it's just it, 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 their uncertainty creates anxiety. Anxiety leads to depression. It's really, really difficult times to be living in a, in a, in a, in a time period where you really just can't trust anything anymore. Right. And they seem to enjoy the chaos for sure. And the chaos of the distractions in the headlines. So many things I think are distractions. And then, of course, you know, you've got money disappearing and all of a sudden um, money might be going to the Ukraine. And so, you know, very it's interesting to look under the hood a little bit because it's kind of hard to nail down exactly uh, what we're looking at and exactly what what is a distraction, a total distraction, or what is being used as a distraction for cover. But I'll be right back more with Dr. Tao Braun, his website, D-R-T-A-U-B-R-A-U-N. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together, or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick. And I love it, it wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night, but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it and say nine o'clock at night, gotta stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get Two, three hours of energy, and they can go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. Back here with you on The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from KateDalyRadio.com. My guest is Dr. Tao Braun, and you can visit him at his website, Dr. Tao Braun, D-R-T-A-U-B-R-A-U-N.com. Uh, Tao, I, I would love to kind of get from you um, real threats versus perceived hyped up threats. Can you give me some examples of actual threats that you think that we are dealing with uh, versus the perceived, the hyped? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, um, so <laughs> it's interesting because like it's almost like you read one of my texts from earlier where somebody asked me how come their wife is freaking out about RFK Jr. more than they, than she did about Trump, um, you know. <laughs> and I said I, I just I don't get the perceived threat over here, but you know, if you think about anybody that's going to come in, anybody talking, um, you know, even you and the show, if if you're a threat to the establishment, if you're a perceived threat to the establishment, that's that can be really mm-hmm. um, you know, that amp- that gets amplified and it starts making the average person perceive a non-real threat as a threat, right? So the industrial military pharma complex really can't stand any of the information you're providing, anybody that has potential of getting on the air and, and changing the narrative. Um, and so it depends on the, the, a, 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 cru- a crucial aspect of, of threat assessments and threat management is, is, um, is summarized in this way. Um, not everyone or everything is a threat to everybody and not everyone mm-hmm. or everything is a threat um, all the time. And so you have to think about the fact that when you ask what is the perceived threat, well, to who, right? If, if, if we're right. talking about the perceived threat to, to, uh, to pharma, um, it would be about the fact that the information is leaking out, that there's a very good chance that the, error, error, that the mRNA is changing DNA, right? So that's a huge threat to them. And if that happens to be true, which I think it is, then that becomes a threat to everybody on the planet. Um, I've got to tell you that as, as somebody that is supposed to be an expert on threat assessments and threat management, my job has become almost impossibly hard um, simply because of that principle in terms of working out where this threat is com- coming from. Is it real? Is it perceived? I have to plow through information in real time now. And part of what I did during the pandemic that I think is a, is a, is a crucial aspect for anybody um, that is applying predictive intelligence to their world in real time is you can't wait around for the studies. You can't wait around for something uh, to be conclusive. Um, it's like smelling f- uh, smoke and, and then seeing fire in your house. You don't wait around and call 911 to tell you whether, whether you've got a situation, you have to be able to read it right. in real time. So, so of the, of, of, of my, um, you know, my current thinking in terms of where we are, I, there's a couple of things that I think are the, are the crucial threats that people should be thinking about. Um, besides, you know, the, the sort of threat of, of supply chain issues, um, the threat mm-hmm. of, of, um, of people having limitations in terms of, um, uh, second, second amendment rights, clearly first amendment rights have been uh, stepped on. There's sort of bigger things that I think are a little bit more technical that might not be on people's radar. One of which is that we've entered into the world now of synthetic biology. And this was a warning uh, that came from, you know, into sort of um, a decade and two decades ago, people started playing around more and more without, with, it, with being able to create synthetic proteins and then giving life to those synthetic proteins. So where we are now is that recently the FDA, as, as I'm sure you know, um, uh, said they had just approved a lab made meat. Right. So there's an example of synthetic biology that now hits the stores. So when you think about a slab of meat, a steak, um, what somebody's not thinking about is that, okay, that sounds great in terms of for, for somebody that thinks like, oh, this is a less cruel way of, of eating meat. But they don't really understand that to make that synthetic product, you basically have to use toxins to get bacteria to express uh, the proteins that you're trying to build. And where they're trying to get with this is not just a a piece of steak that you can throw on your barbecue, um, but it's organ. It's basically they're after growing um, functional organs 
for organ replacements. So as they destroy our bodies, their, 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 their food chain and, and, and how they run things is that just like their sickness-based model of the world rather than a wellness-based model or preventative-based model, if they destroy the human body and then they give you the, the replacement parts, this is essentially the same as people going out and causing car accidents to milk the insurance and give you a replacement car that they then sell you. They are now destroying the human body. And the, the first layer of that as a threat is then to sell you transplants. So most people don't know that some of the big players that have been, been involved in the pandemic are also involved in synthetic biology, organ transplants, and then um, the next layer of organ transplants, which is trans, transplanting uh, fake fake body parts, right? Um, and so the, 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 the crucial aspect is understanding that we're not quite there yet, but we, what we are is that we're being forced to eat and consume and breathe in these fake peptides. So SARS-CoV-2, for example, is a spike protein that is a lab-made, AI-built spike protein that shouldn't exist in nature but it existed on a computer screen, no different than an architect that's using CAD to design something. And then they get this thing to the point that it is lethal in certain people, and they put it out there. It's a product. Um, and then that product can be dispersed in, in, in various ways. So an enlarged uh, spike protein could be considered fake meat. And, um, and, and, and then the next layer to that threat would be that um, you, could, you could think about until they get there, um, there's a sort of very, very um, dark side and a nefarious side already to the, tra um, the organ trafficking business. But if you think about now that people have codes attached to their medical system to say whether they were vaccinated or unvaccinated, the unvaccinated organs, especially in young people, become a, 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 a prized uh, possession. So you can expect that human trafficking will go up from this. Nobody wants to talk about that. That's a reality. No one wants to talk about the fact that there's an entire industry, especially related to, to sort of a disguised as nonprofits doing this great work. But you know, people have to ask, where are these body parts coming from? Where are the cell lines coming from for, for all of these experimental treatments, clinical trials? Mm -hmm. It's an entire industry. Um, that I think uh, that is um, a, a, a massive threat to us, uh, just in terms of our daily our daily functioning. Um, and then related to that, I just mentioned the fact that to to drive this industry, you need AI. So I don't think that if you asked me sort of a decade ago whether I'd be concerned or even playing a role in understanding AI and the threat, I would have probably said, no, that's not really a focus of my expertise. That's not really something I'm very interested in. But as I watch um, from, a, from a, a person who's dedicated towards reducing human suffering, you have to wonder, as jobs get replaced right, by, by AI in all sectors, then those, the, 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 the pathway of that person being able to be a consumer, being able to earn money, go out and buy products, um, that ends, right? I mean, at the end of the day, what, 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 you, what, what it becomes is it becomes economic famine. You're creating, you're creating a purposeful famine, a purposeful poverty-driven cycle where you basically have people that have been put out of work right, by, by, um, by AI and then they no longer consume. And so therefore, they have to be cold. And so, of course, as somebody who specializes in mass killing, I have to look at that as a, as a very, very um, 
uh, not only plausible, but in real time threat that you can see. The way that they're doing this culling now um, is through assisted suicide. Um, and part of that is linked to the work that I've been doing on the pandemic in terms of the fact that the people that are now uh, the current sort of um, consumers of assisted uh, suicide um, are long COVID sufferers, right? So here you put out a bioweapon, you make somebody so sick that they cannot recover. You don't offer them any recover. They're in excruciating pain with the most weird symptoms. Nobody even believes that it's going on with them. And eventually, after a year or two of this, they start shopping around for countries that they can fly into or states that they can go to, and they can basically just end their lives, right? So the, 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 the pathway to that, uh, you have an industry that's already capitalizing on, on vulnerable sick people that have been hit with a bioweapon and selling them a service of assisted uh, suicide. Um, I, can take a, I can take a breather and a, and a question before I talk about one uh, more aspect of that sort of AI-driven. Uh, we're actually going to go to a break. We'll be right back with Dr. Uh, Tal Braun and we'll, uh, we'll finish this conversation then be right back on The Alex Jones Show. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, dot U.S. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from KateDalyRadio.com. My guest is Dr. Tao Braun. We're discussing real threats versus perceived threats. 
And uh, you're talking about pristine organs. That's interesting with the unvaccinated because there was always that thought of, look, they know people aren't going to take this shot in droves. They're going to be very skeptical of it. Information's going to start leaking out. And then, of course, logic and common sense would say, don't be a guinea pig for pharma. But it's kind of interesting. That would probably answer one of those uh, questions as to why they're just fine with uh, many, many people refusing the shot as well. And the people, of course, taking it. It was just released that uh, a third were placebos and the rest have all kinds of stuff in them. And that might be why our cancer rate is exploding, which we've talked about a lot on the show. And so let's go back to perceived threats and real threats, because I think cancer is a real threat to a lot of people as we're seeing cases emerge where people were perfectly healthy before they got shot up and boosted. And then, of course, you've got um, you've got well, there's all kinds of things, food supply, um, EMP. Um, you know, I don't think the threat is looming from Russia. I, I, I think we've been fed that for 80 years and it's never happened. Um, but I want to hear from you what perceived threats versus real threats that we should be uh, thinking about. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think the the real threat is uh, the has has always been it's the profiteers, and so you know I'm always very reluctant to, to paint a, a broad, um, uh, you know, a, a take a broad stroke when people talk about you know the threat of China or the threat of Russia. You got to know that you know you're talking about a whole population of people, and that if you went over there and if you had a vacation or if you're doing business, you're not going to find that these people are are um, trying to hunt you down and kill you. Um, but in our own in our own uh, country over here, that's now a daily occurrence in terms of the assault that we're under. So it becomes very, very important to actually work out that all of these terms that divide us right, are always the distraction in terms of who is actually after you, who is actually trying to, 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 to you know, have you either have a, um, an early demise or, um, or, or get you to the point, like I said, of suicide, or get you the, to the point where, where you're so um, incarcerated by the system that there's, you know, debt is a form of incarceration. So you have to work out, I think, that that I'm, I'm very reluctant when, when you when you blame, uh, you know, when when people um, are, are uh, mainstream media tries to get people, um, you know, have a form of xenophobia uh, or, or even a form of um, bl blaming you know, a country for a certain event that took place. Right. Um, so if you if you, if if I think about um, sort of the one one thing that that I think is crucial to convey, and I think this is very, very important for people that um, for whatever reason, they managed to not get vaccinated. Uh, they decided mm -hmm. to even lose their job over it. Um, they got fake papers, whatever they had to do, right? There's this, I, mm -hmm. I think that there is a incorrect assessment that they would not be um, impacted by this bioweapon. Um, it becomes very crucial for me to say, because I think that I've been waiting for a lot more medical folks and scientists to say that this, that the bioweapon is genetically targeted. And so I am dealing, um, I do consults now, um, both individual and in group. Um, and I, um, I'm very vocal on places like Twitter and people reach out to me and um, I'm very aware of, you know, an enormous amount of people that are unvaccinated, that have what's called long COVID, that is the same, it's parallel symptoms and it's the same disease progression and the same cancer rates and, um, and, and the same um, uh, you know, muscular issues that they're having as a vaccinated person. And I said it for the longest time, don't, don't think that you're safe just because you're saying I'm not going to go and get their their mRNA technology. This allergen that they put out there is ubiquitous now. 
Um, and we have all been exposed to it and continue being exposed to it. And um, we really have to do what, what, when we talk about critical infrastructure, the body is critical infrastructure. We have to look after our health. We have to know how to ma manage that threat. We have to be able to um, think about this in the same way um, as, as somebody who, you know, let's say they're allergic to, to um, uh, shellfish, right? And they keep an EpiPen with you. And so your EpiPen in this case is called the immune system. The, the, the body is depleting of the crucial aspects to our immune system, things like vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. Those are crucial building blocks. That's like somebody not checking a bridge and then the bridge collapses and then people wonder, well, why, why did the bridge collapse? Well, no one knew. No one knew that it's time for replacement. So the body is literally going through um, a huge amounts of the resources um, because of the, the, the central thing that you said, whether it's um, uh, EMF, whether it's um, the, the news cycle, uh, whether it's um, financial worries or a bioweapon, the, the thing that links all of that is something called oxidative stress. It is literally the stress that causes our aging from the time that we're born to the time that we die. And that is currently being sped up. And the way that we have to do that is we have to look after ourselves. And there's some basics like um, you know, um, getting out into the sunlight. Right. The, the days of creation start with let there be light. Right. Um, making sure that you're managing your own sense of anxiety, making sure that for every aspect of doom that's thrown our way, that there's some aspect of joy that we can think about. These are the, the basics. I think something that I want to highlight as well um, to, to, to your audience is, is that what often happens with something is made to feel like it's a complex problem. We think about that we need like very, very complex solutions to things. Whereas, you know, the simplest, the simplest solution are often the things that's gonna gonna work. And so part of the trick that they've got us all thinking about, and they did this with the vaccine, is oh, here's this novel problem, and you're gonna need this, you know, really complex solution. You know, everyone's involved, the military's involved, and your local health yes. official is involved. Your firefighters or everybody is here to help because this whole thing is very, very complicated. But we know now, and the data shows us, things like sunshine and vitamin D um, are really such a crucial aspect uh, to fighting any disease. And so when those, when those things are under threat, that is a real threat, whether it's uh, the, the poor air quality that's keeping us inside or I stepped outside over here um, today in New Jersey, and it was biblical. There was a swarm of these insects that are now thriving from the chemicals and the smoke in the air, there's now these tiny insects and there was a complete swarm over the entire area that I was in. Um, I was out on, on a, uh, walking the dogs and they came back with, with these tiny insects in their fur. I mean, this, these are biblical times. And one of the things that we can't uh, uh, um, uh, let them threaten us with, um, and one of the things that's, um, that's always certain is faith. We, we absolutely mm -hmm. have to know that this is a fight between good and evil, and we have to come down to our solid pr principles of faith and family, and, and that's what we can trust, and that's what we, that, uh, you know, we, we have to build up um, uh, new tribes of people that we can absolutely trust with our, with our kids, with ourselves, uh, in times of stress. Mm -hmm. so that, 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 that is part of the, uh, the uh, certainty. On the technical side, what I want to add is, um, you know, if you think about um, the having to, to um, think about what's real and what's perceived, um, the, 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 the acceleration of AI being able to create not only fake proteins, but a fake reality. 
is something I want to touch mm-hmm. on. Um, I'm a, I, I was formerly trained as a clinical psychologist. That's, that's, that's my medical background. I'm not a medical doctor. Um, I was trained to understand the connection between the mind, the body, disease, um, and, and society and how that all relates. That's the job of a, of a clinical psychologist. And part of um, when you work in a psychiatric uh, uh, facility, part of what you see creates em- enormous stress and suffering on people um, is psychotic episodes um, often are um, the most challenging for somebody because their truth becomes true to them and can be misaligned with what society is becoming is saying is true. And so in a world now where you can uh, literally ask AI without prompts to create a person for you, and then you can create, uh, ask other AI to make that a three-dimensional person who's able to do video and has a certain voice. Now we can get to the point, am I real? Are you real? Is your audience listening to AI? I mean, it gets to the point where we all are going to fight a psychotic experience. We all are are trapped in that thinking. And then somebody's reality gets told, no, your reality is not true. And the the somebody who's actually on scene goes home and Mm -hmm. says, well, this is what I experienced. And then somebody else watches uh, something on the news or another person's firsthand experience of it, and it gets distorted. And um, that the the mental anguish of that uh, aside, in terms of the fact that that literally um, cripples decision making, when you can't trust what's occurring and you can't trust the information that you've been given, you are no longer able to make sound decisions. And so the threat of AI um, getting to the point now where we couldn't tell whether somebody is in Ukraine or not, mm-hmm. whether somebody is real or not whether somebody is trusted information. I mean, they bought up uh, at the beginning of this pandemic, they bought up medical software um, that is voice synthesized um, so that people could call a number if they were vaccine hesitant. And they thought they were talking to a human being, you know, telling them they had concerns. A mom might be talking to somebody, you know, saying, I'm a new mom, should I take this? They thinking they talking to somebody that they can trust who's not there. It's insane. Um, Yeah, that is a gigantic threat. Yes. Dr. Braun, thank you so much. I I wish we weren't out of time. Thank you so much for uh, visiting with me, Dr. Tal Braun on The Alex Jones Show. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of The Political Cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. We have great products you already need. Go to InfoWarsStore.com now and 
you know, I said a week ago the sale was going to end. I extended it because we don't have the products. And if something isn't on sale, people don't buy it. So it's a catch-22. If we waited and sold the products over the next month that are about to sell out at full price, we'd get the money, but we need the money now to buy more of the products. So X3, the sale will end this weekend, 25% off. And I don't know how long it'll be till it comes back in. Everybody needs to be on this, men, women, children, particularly adults. It changes everything. It's the main enemy attack is trying to block real iodine in the body. Info, most people don't have real iodine. This is it. Infowarsstore.com. Super Female Vitality is back in stock. Super Male is sold out. Super Female uh, is 50% off. It's the same as the male formula. People just like a pink label for women. It's a great libido, stamina, energy booster. Truly really a special product. It's 50% off. Uh, we have Brainforce Plus, Brainforce Ultra, two different nootropics, both excellent, both different. They go together well. Those are 50% off. This is all going to end this weekend, and I promise you it will. Because we're going to have the 4th of July special after that, and it'll be good, but it's going to be limited because we don't have the product. We're out of half our products. We're out of DNA Force, bodies, the list goes on and on. More than half. So, and, we're, and that's why we're caught in this thing. If we had all the products, we could be stabilized, maybe even expand again, but we're we're almost there. That's why I ask you to go to InfoWarsStore.com if you want to get us completely out of the rut. You know, we're kind of like stuck and the truck's starting to move. We're almost out of it, but there's another mud patty we got to go through here. Then it's kind of concrete roads after that, except World War III and everything else. I mean, I'm not going to say for a minute there's going to be new challenges, but at least this patch of being stuck, we're almost out of it. But we need you to help push us out of this together infowarstore.com up at the top you see where it says donate support go there make a one-time donation five dollars a hundred dollars whatever you want to give uh, twenty dollars you can sign up for auto ship like it's you know every week or every month or every six months out you know you can do it for 15 days out to a year just said oh once a year i want to give a donation or once a month i want to give a donation five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars whatever it is do it and then we get 95 percent of the money instead of with a product we make like 30 40 percent after credit card fees even less so the donations are amazing. Thank you so much. Infowarsstore.com. And if you've got the money and want to bet on freedom, make a $500 donation. We need the funds. It tortures me to spend most of my time or 20% of my time on air and half my time off air messing with money. I want to be making reports, making films, writing books, battling, battling, doing interviews, battling, battling. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Here I am a few years ago. Uh, this is in 2020, talking about the importance of supplements and how when we say iodine's essential, when we say vitamin D is essential, that means you die without it. I explain it right here, and then we'll be right back with breaking news and the latest developments. Stay with us. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal. One aim, a strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, 
The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. Reality Check. Rampant hacking. Identity theft. Mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible, ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And. We will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, dot U.S.